episode of Secure Anarchy. This is Ekta, and I am very excited to introduce our guest today because it is definitely a line that is geared towards men, and I don't get the opportunity to have this conversation very often with, um, you know, wonderful lines that are for our male audience. So uh, without further ado, I would love to introduce you guys to the founder of Cleverman, who is uh, Carlos Barreto. So welcome to the show, Carlos. I'm so excited you're here. Thank you very much. I'm very happy to be here with you guys. Uh, it's lovely to host you and I would love to get started to get some sort of like uh, background information about how you got involved in the beauty space and the, you know, in just this, uh, this whole area of, the, you know, the industry. Okay. Um, um, first of all, I'm uh, from Colombia. So I began my mm. career in Colombia when I was much younger. Uh, my first job was at Gillette, where I had to work with blazing racers and shaving. So that was like my first step, let's say, in male grooming. Yeah, I worked yeah. on, on the Gillette brand, the other brands. And then uh, uh, I worked in Colombia, then I worked in Boston, where it used to be the headquarters. And then I moved back to Colombia and I was going to move to Brazil when I came the opportunity to work for uh, Kimberly Clark. So I moved to Kimberly Clark in Atlanta when I was working with uh, Feminine Care. Uh, some mm. brands are Cotex and Depend and Poise. So it was a completely different category. And uh, then I moved to Coca-Cola, which was a little bit of a experience, a fantastic experience in the sense of working with a fantastic brand. I was working in the Coca-Cola brand team, uh, great networking. And uh, finally, I landed here in New York. So I, I worked as a global VP for personal care, then cosmetics, and all the and then I was finished managing all the Revlon brand and the Revlon brand portfolio a few years ago. So I had the chance to work in all the beauty industry, from cosmetics, mm. hair, hair color, beauty tools, professional. It was a fantastic experience. And then I say, what, 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 what is missing? <laughs> I work yeah. in you know, these categories and I say, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. My father, my mother, they were entrepreneurs in, uh, in Colombia. And my mother always has been my hero. And she always uh, pushes me, hey, when you're going to build your own business? Then I say, okay, do it now. <laughs> or I don't do it ever. So then I decide yeah. to jump from the cliff. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, I decide to do it. And it takes a lot of courage and has been a tremendous experience. It is, this is a kind of uh, uh, an amazing journey. The only thing maybe I could say, I wanted to do this a little bit earlier in my career because always you have like the comfort and the opportunity to have new challenges in companies. But um, I think that I was born to do this and it has been very exciting. Uh, some days yeah. are very challenging, some days are difficult, but uh, also it's a great sense of accomplishment. Uh, every new phase is, um, is very interesting and, um, and uh, having learning a lot. I never had the, I was have, having thinking that when you 
are in a job and you learn everything and everybody is beginning to ask you the questions. Maybe it's the time to see somewhere else because you are not challenged enough. So I think that this uh, experience has been very challenging, but very fulfilling. Uh, every, everything that we do is um, uh, and make happen. I think that this creates have a great sense of accomplishment and learning, uh, new, new experiences. So uh, it has been very, very exciting. That's awesome. I love that. And I, and I agree with you. I think that, you know, it's, it, it's, it's like almost as if with entrepreneurship, it's like now or never, you know, and if you get an idea, you just have to jump in and just hope for the best. And, you know, I, I completely agree with you. So I'm glad that you did because we have a wonderful bl- uh, brand that came from it. So, you know, thank you for doing that. Um, I, I really, you know, I, I want to actually really pick your brain because I, um, you know, obviously this line is just so different, you know, compared to all of the ones that I interview. And I want to ask about, you know, where um, in, in terms of like, you know, everyone does market research or some sort of like consumer research before they start a line or, you know, whatnot. So what was the process like for you in terms of like when you wanted to be, when you wanted to start the line, like, did you have to do some homework or like, how did it all begin that way? Okay. Um, <clears throat> we began um, let me let me tell you a little bit about the brand. So our brand yeah. is called Cleverman, Cleverman New York, and it was born more thinking about that need for also the segment of men to have more choices, more products for let's say the 21st century. Uh, we began with all this area of male grooming, and over the time we have been evolving more to be aligned, you know, for actually our target market is millennials, yeah, that mm, have yeah. them to, in all this process of aging, to help them to look good, to feel good about themselves, when they, people see in their mirror, they, they see what they feel inside, and we have in common, we do a little bit, yeah, helping them yeah. to look their best, so we can really bring some self-confidence of people inside, so our purpose is about making feel people feel good about themselves, people feel confident, people take the challenges. And um, the, the, and the idea began there, you know, and we began with, um, with uh, all this process with hair and beard color. Um, our aspiration is to go in new categories that are more helping men to look at their best, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, we are in all that process of innovation and evaluating the categories, a growth path to go there but we began with this category because it was uh, very underserved um, I turned 35 and I began to see some grace on my beard yeah, <laughs> and, I yeah. and I wanted to grow my beard this is the true story I wanted to grow my beard because it was so in fashion but it was white so I didn't want it to look like Santa Claus <laughs> yeah and then yeah. I began to 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 beard color and it was not that many options, you know, and the yeah, product there yeah. didn't last. It lasted like two days. And also working on beauty, because I was working in hair color, was one of my categories at Revlon. I saw that the category was very interesting. It's just only one brand. It's few products. The products are not, were not necessarily the same quality that you find in the female category. And uh, I say, 
why not to launch a line, you know, that brings the best technology, the best quality, the best product, the, the complete solution also for men. Yeah. And um, is when we began with this specific first step that it was about hair and beard dye for men. Um, also, I noticed that many of my friends were using the product, you know, and they had yeah. complaints and the same issues that I had. Even I had friends in Colombia that used the product, and one of my friends, they, he comes here and he buys like 20 boxes of just for men, and he, he <laughs> don't have it in storage because it's not that many products and the many solutions there. So, so we, I think that we were coming to a market that had great opportunity. So this is how we saw it. We began to identify the opportunity there. Uh, and then uh, when I decided to begin all this project, we did some marketing research. We studied consumers, understanding what they were, their um, needs um, in terms of consumers. So we did some consumer research. Also, we reviewed competitions. So we, we saw a lot of the reviews in Amazon of the different competitors, strengths, weaknesses, and and, and then we figure out little by little the product, what needed to be included, what was important, not important, and we launched it. Now that we launched it, we are learning more things. So we are learning what consumers like, don't like about our product. Actually, they like the formula, they like the, the packaging, they like um, some elements, but also identify some other elements that we want to improve and optimize and is always a continuous learning. So I think that um, all begins about looking at the opportunity, but also understanding how you can optimize and improve and make every day a better experience. Absolutely. And, you know, honestly, I wanted to highlight this because I really love that you did this, Carlos, is that the brand is very, very inclusive. And I am telling you, as a woman of color, um, you know, I when I first saw the website and I saw like, you know what I mean, like the the sample, mo- like the models on there and like um, how you have like the quiz, the way it's set up, you know, for example, for everyone listening, by the way, when you go onto the website, it, by the way, it's becleverman.com. Um, when you go onto the website, you can take a quiz and what it is a very thorough quiz. And, you know, um, Carlos's team has designed to where they'll ask you, like, what kind of hair type do you have? Um, how do you identify with it? And it, it's very it's it's just so good you know to see that because it's like you know do you have more caucasian type of hair more african um type of hair more asian and those kind of questions you know it's very very difficult to um it's difficult to make people understand that that matters you know I can't tell you how many times even as a woman I've been to a salon right and so I'm Indian and my hair is thicker you know so it's thicker than Caucasian hair but it's like not you know as thick as maybe African-American hair but it's very difficult to make people understand that you have to approach different hair types in different ways when it comes to dyeing and you know like coloring and stuff like that so I really like that you have that like off the bat you are being very transparent with your consumers you know you're you're just getting to the point and I really really like that about the brand so how was that you know when you when you were setting all of that up you know was that something that you knew you wanted to do from the beginning or was it more of like some, uh, research market research or something that went behind that no, I think it's in, first of all, it's in our mission as a brand. We want it to yeah. be 100% inclusive. We want it to be also, our mission is about personalized products. So we personalize 
everything. We personalize gloves, we personalize we personalize the kind of brush that we give you depending the length of your hair. We personalize the timing even, yeah? So it's mm -hmm. people that seven, seven minutes, 10 minutes. Uh, when you see the instructions sometimes in hair color for women, for men, you say, oh, you need to put, think about five minutes more or three minutes more. No, we give you the right time yeah? or we give you the right treatment. Um, in the treatment, we understand that African-American hair needs a little bit more um, nourishment, moisturizing, because we get um, more um, fragile yeah, at some point of time. So yes. we try to understand all those things and create a product that can be personalized for everybody. Yeah, So we yeah. our product can create even up to 10,000 options we can generate with all our agreement not just only in color, but also in the treatment, in the timing, in the kind of brush. So that is our mission. We wanted to have a product for everybody, yeah? And yeah, that yeah. also should be translated in the imagery, in the models. In... And to be honest, this is like the base today for every brand, you know? I think that we should start there and to be inclusiveness should be a foundation of any brand in the 21st century. Yeah, no, I agree. I completely agree with you. But unfortunately, you know, Carlos, a lot of people don't think like us. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've walked into like a drugstore or something. And, you know, let me just give you an example, you know, for someone. So I have, you know, like black hair, right? Yeah. And for the longest time, and I'm, I'm also, by the way, I'm millennial. So like, you know, I could really, uh, I can have this conversation with you very openly because, you know, I remember being, uh, you know, I started to gray very early because my father actually, um, I have his hair and he grayed very early. So, you know, genetically I was predisposed to it. And I remember when I started graying, I was like in my mid mid twenties, you know, maybe late twenties. And so for me, I was very, very scared in terms of like, when I would go to the drugstore or go to the store, look for dyes, but there was one color. And it said black. And I was like, this is not, this doesn't make any sense. You know, there's like three, there's so many different shades of black hair. So, you know, when you, for example, everyone listening out there, I want to, I want to highlight this because when you go onto the website, you know, they don't just have, Cleverman doesn't just have like black. It says, you know, like it gives you shades like black, you know, natural black or soft black, you know, that it's like those details are so meaningful. You know, because I I remember the trauma of, of not being able to find my correct color, you know, for hair color. And so those things are very, very meaningful. And I think that really helps, you know, for me as a consumer, like look at your brand and think, you know, th the homework is there. You guys really thought this out because, you know, depending on what ethnicity we are, or even if you have black hair, all black hair is not the same. You know, so you have to keep that in mind. And I think that this is something you only see in like salons, you know, if you go to a salon and then, you know, you have a, a professional analyzing the color of your hair, they're going to consider these things. But to see it in a brand that you can buy and then use at home and then, you know, it, it's going to come out the way you want. That's a really, really special thing. So I, I really like that about your brand. I, I'm really happy that you, you know, you made it the way you did in that aspect. Thank you very much. We really appreciate it. And that was our objective. And specifically in the male market, you see, it's like, that was one of my issues. Like uh, when I was doing the dye of my beer, because when I went to the supermarket and I, it was just only five shades or black, brown, blonde, or yeah. Sandy Brown. Okay. 
I'm liking the middle. <laughs> so yeah. it, for me, it's less options. I think that also as um, all, as it is inclusiveness, you know, also in the mm. area of, let's say, grooming or beauty, not to say men, you know, the main beauty is also that need to have more, a, more shades, more colors. Also, as we are doing, as Fenty does really well, that came with so many shades for makeup and foundation, you know. Also, yeah. in the area of men, you know, that is less developed. Today, you have always five, six options, you know. And also, men become in different shades, in different colors, with different tones, with different... Some guys also, in our, in our pros, we're trying to do more... Uh, partial coverage so you can keep your salt and pepper reduce it so options i think customization personalization uh inclusion uh, all those are areas for uh, the brands of the future yeah yeah so now we were super restricted because we used to live in a retail environment that has a shelf space and just give you five boxes because that's the productivity that you can have now because we are direct distribution because we have a different business model we can approach things in a very different way that allow us to be more personalized that give consumers what they really want and drive products and create products and solutions that they really love and they can really engage and they can keep really connect or also they can connect with us and tell us we just want to do this little change and we can do it for them so i think that that's the future of the relationship, how we, how brands are going to be interacting with consumers, that is more personal, more intimate, uh, more a relationship where it's two ways, not just only one way. Yes, I agree. I 100% agree. And I think that, you know, you really, you're really making this is a movement in itself. Because, you know, for example, you know, I just want to, I, I like to educate the listeners as much as I can, because, you know, we, they need to understand that, you know, the product, by the way, guys, you know, when you when you get these products, they're not just hair dye. You know, it's it's very important you understand that because it comes with things like barrier cream that's going to prevent staining, you know, which is a huge problem for people who have very dark hair and we want to color our hair, you know, especially with men and beards and stuff, you know, so it's like they have everything in the line is created to really give you the top notch experience of coloring. So it's not about just, okay, slap some color on your hair. And then get rid of the grays. No, it's it's this idea of, you know, what Carlos was saying is that is this customization, this this personalization and, and this feeling of, you know, I can trust this brand because everything has been thought about, you know, like, for example, the gloves come with it, you know, and also the fact that you guys have options. If you don't want to be the person that, you know, colors their hair and everything is gone, all of a sudden all the grays are gone, you can have that option. You know, you can do this gradual uh, program where you're gradually dyeing the hair and it's gradually, you know, coloring your hair. So there's many options here that are available. You know, even the way the brush is designed, it's a dual ended brush. You know, you have a comb and then you have the brush side. So there's a lot of details. And I always say this, you know, Carlos, I always say the the real masteries and the details. Right. So it's like, you know, when you see a brand and you see that they've put the time and the effort into things like, you know, like these little tiny things that we don't really think about. That's what really makes a brand stand out to me as a consumer. 
you know? And so even like when I look at this and I look at it, even just going through the website, you know, when you look at the website and you see that, you know, all of these aspects, you realize, okay, this brand has done their homework. They really know their consumer. They really know how to target the consumer, how to give the consumer what they want. And also one good thing I wanted to really point out to everybody listening is that men and women both that have darker hair, we usually have more of it. It's thicker, especially those of us who are from like, you know, Latin America or from India or from, you know, uh, from all these uh, Middle Eastern countries. And, you know, we have a lot of hair. I can tell you, honestly. <laughs> so the product that you're getting, you're getting 30% more product than your typical drugstore brand. So that's something, it's a small detail that you might miss, but it's, it's actually a big deal because you're getting that little bit extra that you need and you don't have to think about it. You know what I mean? So those are the things and, and those little things. And that's why I say, you know, details matter because when you're using a product, the worst thing is running out and then not having enough to cover everything. Right. Like yeah. <laughs> that's terrible. So uh, I, I want to move on because I know that, you know, Carlos, I know you've created a truly, you know, very, very uh, well-rounded brand. I know you have some great ingredients. You've got the argon oil in there. You've got walnut oil, you know, uh, you've got this 100% vegan, cruelty-free, you know, ethos in the brand. So I want to ask, you know, how, how was that, you know, in creating in creating this? Because I don't know how that works in terms of hair care products, um, the whole vegan thing and all that. So can you explain that to us a little bit, the process? Okay, that's also about the values of the brand. As we wanted to be inclusive, um, we wanted to create a product that has the best possible ingredients for you, uh, not just only in terms of um, formula, but also things that we can add you know, to the product. So there, there are two pieces there for me that are important. One is that the product works, you know, because yeah. sometimes it's not just only about uh, doing, <laughs> putting ingredients there, you know, that are good or nice, but if the product doesn't work, then we have a problem, you know. Yeah. So one of the things that we worked with our R&D team and we have a great partner that we produce the product in Italy. Uh, we worked in this formula for two years. We tried a few formulas didn't work <laughs> because <laughs> we wanted to do something even more, you know, natural as possible. And it took us time. It took us time. It took us energy. It took us maybe six, seven formulations to make it work. On the other side, we wanted the formula to work really fast. This formula, formula works between five and 10 minutes maximum. So to make it that happen, took, and with all the parameters and the additional ingredients, the vegan, the, 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 the organic ingredients, took us some energy and some time. But... Uh, we came together actually the day that we got the formula the formula was working well and our colorists say the formula is great is working we tested that with 300 consumers is when i say okay we have now a viable company you know and now we are going yeah. to invest in the in the rest of the stuff so the formula is the core we wanted a formula that that worked well in with consumers but also that was up to our values as a company and in the future, we want to continue, you know, doing more things, improving more things, making things even better. So you need to open a you need to open a salon. I'm telling you, you need to open a salon franchise. Uh, yes, we, we, need we, that. 
we have been thinking about that. Is this in our yeah. Mm-hmm. You know why I say that? You know why I'm yeah. saying that? Because in America, in American culture for men's hair grooming, there's this idea of like the barbershop, you know, as you know. And yeah. the barbershop is a place of not only grooming, but it's a place for men to just really just be men, you know, they talk, they chat, they share stories. But in all of that, as much as that's, that's a wonderful thing, during that whole process, things get missed, right? So somebody might be, men are more hesitant to ask for things like, you know, I want my beard to be touched up or I want, you know, uh, I want something that's going to help my skin. You know, I have sensitive skin. So make sure you're using something that's good for those kind of questions and those kind of details. uh, Unfortunately, you know, our culture and our society is still catching up with, you know, allowing men to be more open and, and to feel more comfortable. Right. So it's like we need that. We need this space to be more comfortable and. I think the brand is definitely in the right direction. It's, it's, you know, paving that path, but I think it would be brilliant if you opened your own, you know, your salon franchise, because, you know, we need more places that are geared towards men. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, as, as women, we have a million salons to pick from, you know, men have like five barbershops in a city. <laughs> so, so it's, it's very, true, very, it's you know? and yeah. We, we, we have been thinking a little bit about that. We began some conversations with some salons, not salons, more barber shops uh, here in New York to see what could be a right business model to work with them. And um, one great thing is that we have now a celebrity colorist in our team. Yeah. And he has been working with celebrities, male and female in Hollywood. And also now, we have that as a part of the team that can help us to really connect to that uh, segment that could become great ambassadors for our brand. Um, our product is very professional. It's designed by, pro, uh, in the, by, by a company that produces professional products, you know? Yeah. And, um, and our R&D team also, um, it's uh, coming from the professional channel. So our product is uh, a professional-like formula which yeah. will work really well in that kind of environment. Also, the fact that works in just only five minutes, you know, can reduce that stigma. And definitely I see great opportunity in that specific segment and channel. Yeah, and you know, you can even broaden beyond just, you know, just hair care. You can, because men, see, here's the thing. I always tell my friends, I have some, you know, I have some male friends who are very hesitant, you know, about anything that has to do with like, going and getting any kind of self-care done. And so one day, I, I, I want to tell you the story. One day I yeah. had a friend, okay, a college friend, old friend. And I told him, I said, you're coming with me and we're getting pedicures. And he looked at me like I am the craziest person on the planet. He's like, I'm a man, I'm not getting a pedicure. And I was like, are you insane? We all have feet. We all deserve care. Yeah, to have a little uh, time for ourselves and yeah and, and i had to and, explain this to him i had to explain to him that listen just because you're a man doesn't mean you can't have these nice you know little moments of self-care and let someone pamper you and you know just so this is a very very deep conversation i think you know that it needs to be unfolded many layers are here so there i think that this is much needed you know in the beauty space i think what you know your brand is is a wonderful step in the right direction and i think that you know we can definitely i would love to see clever men do a lot more more than just hair care you know yeah, we are in that direction that's our goal 
Um, yeah. I had a moment of inspiration. Um, I want I want to share with you. Yeah. Yeah. Then yeah. when we were like launching all this line, talking about the formula, we tested the product with 300 guys, um, and um, we had to find people, you know, who wanted to do hair color, be color. They didn't know what color they were gonna do. So actually, some of these people were like 45, 50 years old. They, they were people that sometimes they have not necessarily easy lives, you know? Yeah. And um, yeah, and we were paying them to her color, to be color, you know? So there is people that is willing to do that, you know? It's not like a, like um, an everybody person or the doctor or the lawyer. No, it's people that is willing to do that to get a 50 or $60, you know, in their pocket. Yeah. Yeah, and this is what's on the testing of the formula. So when we when we did that and we used the color, we did some transformation of these people, you know. So we changed the hairstyle, we colored their hair, and we colored their beard. It was so good for them. Everybody was all I can say you like ninety nine point nine percent of the guys were super happy about the result. But the most interesting thing about it was about their self confidence and how they feel so good about them looking at the cell and looking at the cell good again because they didn't take care of themselves. They didn't. They didn't enjoy themselves. But when they look at in the mirror, they saw the change. They saw them looking good many of them say okay i'm gonna go tonight to bar i'm gonna go to i'm gonna ask for that job that i didn't do i wanna go with a date with my wife i feel energetic again and these people is 45 50 years old by the way we're gonna live yeah. 100 years yeah. with, with the medicine with all the things that are happening yeah, yeah. so you are in the middle of your life so i think that the fact that you look at yourself and you look yourself more happy more confident about yourself that you can reflect that internal energy that you still have outside and 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 give and bring a little bit of that self-confidence back to you i think that is a tremendous value that everybody every man can have and in that note after all that experience i began to investigate more about all the idea of self-confidence of men and mental health and, you know, it's one of the big challenges that we're living in the U.S. is that uh, we don't talk that much about men. We don't, we, don't, we don't talk about the issues that they have, you know. And yes. the, biggest, yes. the biggest, one of the biggest causes of, uh, the, the biggest rate of suicidal is happening among men, yeah? And it's about the same yeah. thing. It's a lot of pressure. I see this pressure on women. It's also pressure on men about success, uh, being number one, uh, uh, getting uh, the right uh, success. It's a lot of pressure for success to be number one, to be a provider, you know, in, in many ways. Yes, and, yes. And that pressure, yeah, when you cannot manage that pressure, you go into a really depressive path too. So I think that men too, you know, it's, um, it's something that we don't talk that much, you know, and it's yeah. also a good opportunity to discuss about those issues, about mental health, support them, and bring them this idea, a little bit of this idea of self-confidence that can, I'm not saying just only about my product, but my product can help, or our products can help a little bit in that idea of, I can still feel young, I can still feel energetic, I feel happy about myself, 
I, I feel happy looking at my hands, you know? I, I'm yeah. good. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm feeling myself, you know? And I think that we could do a little bit more. And I think that when you are talking about those, those um, uh, taboos, you know, about men to be taking care of themselves is part of the issue because I think that men don't pamper themselves. They don't look at themselves in the mirror and they see the good side of them. And I think that all... Um, sometimes brands you know will have a bigger purpose behind just only not just only doing products that sell but also yeah. helping people in all that a more holistic way and uh, i would love yeah. our brand to 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 contribute in that way in the long term and to be a partner more with organizations and ngos etc that can help us to to have that big I love that. I love everything you just said. And honestly, I, I, just because you said that, I'm going to make sure that every guy friend I have gets uh, something from, uh, you know, clever men. Because honestly, there are very few men that I can have this conversation with. And this is such an important topic you've brought up. And as a, I can tell you as a doctor, as a, as a medical professional, I 100% agree with you. This is a serious, serious thing within the male community is that one, men don't like to talk about problems. You know, it's the stigma of a man shouldn't cry or a man shouldn't express his emotions or a man has to be strong yeah. all the time. And it's a, it's a bunch of crap, you know, if you ask me, because at the end of the day, we're all human beings and we all have emotions and we all have feelings and we all need self-confidence. And I really like that you br brought this up because this conversation has to be had and it has to be brought up because let me be honest with you, when I log into Instagram, I see 15 memes about some girl going to a hair salon and she feels great about herself. And she's, you know, we're putting up these pictures of women feeling great about themselves because we just went to a hair salon. We got a new haircut. We feel great about ourselves. Why don't I see that with men? Why don't I log into social media and I see, oh, you know, a man is on, you know, his Instagram or his TikTok or something. And he's saying, hey, guys, you know, I went to the salon today. I feel really great today. You know, I that, that little thing, it made me feel good about myself. You know, you don't see that because every time a man does that, our society is going to push him down and say, you shouldn't be doing that. That's girly or that's not, you know, and I hate that stuff I really do and I'm, I'm very passionate about it as well and I think you know um, these kind of things and that's why another reason why you know I really want to highlight this brand because you're providing you know you're providing salon grade product for something that you know for for men to use at home and this is why it's a it's a stepping stone right everything has all change happens in little increments I in my belief you know and so like by providing this, you know, it's going to open up this discussion of, wait a minute, why are there not more professional salons for men only, you know? And why, why is that a taboo? Why, why do we have to, you know, explain that or, you know, put all these like, you know, extra marketing things around it? Why can't we just do it? And then everybody's okay with it. That needs to be addressed in the beauty community. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, we need to see more male founded brands that are geared towards men and to gear towards the self-confidence and, and self-perception because you know Carlos honestly I was having this conversation the other day with somebody and I'm very concerned about the generations coming up the young men that are growing up now because they are not able to in my opinion they're not finding 
a way to properly express themselves. You see what I'm saying? So like, they're not, they, they can't look at, like, they don't have an example of like, okay, this is what it means to be body positive. And and me and, you know, I had this interview a while ago, um, Michael Kranz, he actually is, um, you know, he was at Hearst and he was really high up there in Hearst. And we had this conversation and me and Michael were, uh, or Michael and I were talking about how, you know, this idea of positive body image and positive, like self-confidence in men, it is completely ignored by the beauty industry. No one is talking about it and nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to write articles about it. You know, there, I mean, think about just the, the magazines. There's like maybe two magazines for men. There's men off the top of my head. I can think of men's health and GQ. <laughs> and then like, that's it. You know what I mean? So it, yeah, it's yeah, a no. yeah. yeah I, I agree about that. And I think that also we are talking about um, a, a, a many brands talk about the uh, all this masculine toxicity and the image of men, you know? But I think that we need to do something about, since the beginning, from the core, if it is self-confidence, if it is a, a better perception about yourself, I think that many of those things are going, it's, all gonna, it's all also gonna cascade in that way, you know? Because yes. I think that that's also part of the issue is the insecurities. It is the, the challenge of all this pressure, you know? that yeah. also it could be translated in really bad things too. So I think that we need to create a more positive uh, image about yourself, of how who you are. And I think that that will contribute. I'm not saying that that's a solution, no? I'm saying it uh, will contribute for some men to feel more, more confident and, and they need to feel loved and you need to love yourself. It's about love about yourself. And I think that that's nothing bad about love yourself. You know, I think that loving yourself, feeling good about yourself, uh, I think that will help you, you know, your, in, your, in your inner core to have a better reflection and to have a better behavior and to be a more inclusive, accepting, uh, receptive person. I think that all I, begins inside. Well, <laughs> like everybody says, you can, the first thing that you need to do is love yourself. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I completely agree. And I wanted to say, you know, I'm, I'm so honored to have had this conversation with you. You are a phenomenal human being, I can tell. And your brand is beautiful. I love what you've created. And I am a huge supporter, you know. So I, I everyone listening, you need to go check out this brand. It's, you know, again, the website is thecleverman.com. Check it out really you know look into it look at the details guys i mean this is you know carlos your team you guys have really done something magical and i love it and you know just to add a little piece to what you said um you know i just want to put some facts out there for people that really support what you know carlos and i have been talking about is that you know as i am indian like i said and i remember um you know my, my father still reads the news right that comes out of india and and you will not believe you know there are so many young men who are engineering students or medical students, and they end up uh, committing suicide. You know why? Because they fail one exam and they're scared because they, uh, you know, they're gonna let down their family or their family's not going to see them as a provider or their family's not going to see them as strong enough. And this is a real problem in the world and we have to do something about it. And if something like, you know, taking care of yourself, if something small, and these small things that we do day to day can help anyone, then I'm all for it, you know? And I, and, and I just, I, I love what you're, what you stand for, Carlos. I really do. I love it. So, you know, I'm a huge supporter. 
Um, uh, so again, you know, Thank everyone you listening. Much. Yes, no, I mean it. I really mean it. And everyone listening, you know, I really urge you, this is a great time to gift that special man in your life, you know, get him a nice set. And, you know, I think, I think he'll really like it. You know, I think I'm going to get my dad one, actually. So, <laughs> so, you know, I, I think. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I really urge everybody go check it out. I'm going to tag everything in the podcast episode uh, art for this. And, you know, um, you know, I would love to have you back anytime, Carlos, anytime at all. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for the invitation. This has been a great time. Yes, likewise. And uh, everybody listening, I'll be back next time. Thank you.